welcome to episode 343 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast, a podcast about life, if your life is all about parkrun. I am Ollie Spake, and I am joining from Dalrawal country. And I am Melissa Ellis, and I am coming from Wurundjeri country. Hello, Ollie. Hello, Mel. How are you doing? Do you like the new intro? I do. I am very happy with it. I'm feeling a lot more settled now. Yes. And uh, once again, not to take away from all of the great suggestions and contributions, but uh, yeah, the answer was under our nose. It was. It was. <laughs> it was. It what was. have you been up to this week, Ollie? Um, well, I've been watching a little ball bounce around mostly, aside from the usual life activities. One of those round balls. One of those round balls. Yes. Kick-yay. Yeah. I am firmly fixated on the kick yay now. Yeah. What about yourself? I was going to say, ask me what I did. Ask me what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I went to see the Barbie movie. Oh, how was it? My childhood revisited. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Absolutely. And guess what? Ken was impersonating me. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a picture. I did, <laughs> I did notice a picture. And, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a long bow. Um, it's a direct <laughs> ripoff. <laughs> Just shows that I am ahead of my time, Ollie. And I will, uh, <laughs> for those listeners who don't know what we're talking about, so for Palm this year, our theme for our dress-up evening was Western or West, and I bought myself an old-school Western shirt mm. with the fringes, a black shirt with white fringes. Now, my version was a female version, um, but in the Barbie movie, did I not get a surprise when it, we weren't <laughs> far into the movie and Ken comes waltzing out of a shop wearing the male version of the very same shirt? Clearly, you and Ken shop at the same costume shop. <laughs> I was a little bit excited. So now I need another dress-up um, party to go so I can dress as Ken. <laughs> <laughs> actually, fun fact, I actually had the Western Barbie when I was a little girl as well. Oh, with a little white oh. cowgirl hat. Yep. But, no, it's a brilliant film, and uh, if you have been living under a rock and you haven't heard about it, it is uh, Australia's Margot Robbie and is it Ryan Gosling as Ken? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and it is a very enjoyable film for not just children and that it's actually got quite some substance to it. Mm, okay. And I'm, I won't give away plots, but needless to say, the theatre was filled with mothers and grandmothers yep. as well as all a broad spectrum of uh, younger children, yep. ranging from, you know, little girls to teenagers, mm-hmm. including my own, my very own daughter, who perhaps more agreed to accompany me rather than uh, I was taking her. (laughs) (laughs) That's the spirit. But, yeah, there's a lot more to it. Let me just say that. And uh, every other woman that I know who has taken their daughters to see it has enjoyed it immensely. So give it a go. Now, I'm slightly more disappointed than I was before because naturally Kathy and the girls have plans to go and see it. But before that... Uh, Kathy and her folks have got plans to go and see it, and <laughs> I haven't scored an invitation. <laughs> oh, well, just invite yeah. yourself. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. No, I think I'm on babysitting duty that oh, night. Of course. But, um, 
course, yeah. Oh, well. Uh, you can watch it on Netflix when it comes out. <laughs> well, that's that's right. That's right. I'll have to find my brother-in-law and we'll go together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. But, yes, yeah, so that's what I did through the week, which was fun. Yes, and um, it's, it's nice to have some big movies back. I can't remember who I was speaking with today, but they were just you know, noting that they've never seen the cinema that packed in recent years. So it's a good experience to have back. Exactly. The cinema was full. Yeah. I'm so used to going to the movies and, that you know, there's maybe me and – less than five other people sitting in the cinema. And you wonder, how do they make well, that's money? Right. How, I don't yeah. know how they make money when it's like that. But The popcorn. But, yeah. Yeah, this was a full cinema. The first session that I looked at buying tickets for, I couldn't get two seats together that weren't in the front row, so I had to look at a different session to get decent yeah. seats. Wow. Mm. Well, there we are. Yeah, it's a podcast all about life. If your life's all about the Barbie movie and the kick yay. <laughs> yep. Oh, but we do have some park run to talk about, Ollie. We do, we do. And whilst we did have a jam-packed episode last week, our last episode, 342 this week, uh, this week we're changing it up a bit. We wanted to bring back some favourites and just show them a bit of love. So this week, whilst we bring you the birthday boy and – as an extra treat, the informant stats, just not read by the informant. But also, Mel, also the return of Dazzers and the Obi. So please don't forget to let us know if you've missed any of these segments and would like to, them to feature a bit more regularly. We'd love to hear. We would. Also, Mel, we'd love to hear about your parkrun day experience. <laughs> Thank you. This week I headed back to Altona Beach Parkrun in Bunyurong Country for my fourth visit. Whilst it wasn't my fastest time on the course, it was the fastest post-pandemic time, meaning I haven't run faster than that since February 2020. Wow. I'm on the comeback. <laughs> Well done. I did mention at the end of last week's pod that I was headed there for adventurer Nicola Wright's 250th, and, well, I had that a bit wrong, so sorry about that, Nicola. It was, in fact, her 50th volunteer and her 300th event. Oh, fantastic. Yes, and a celebration complete with parkrun cake nonetheless. Also there on the morning was Casey Hyde, known to many of our listeners from her engagement in the tourism socials, and I enjoyed a chat with Casey before the event started. Now, not much else to share from my morning except to say that I realised how much my weekend park run guides my understanding of what day of the week it is. Having not spent Friday in transit and being home all day Saturday, I was left continually feeling like Saturday was Sunday and that Sunday morning I should be donning my uniform and heading back into work. But no. I had another entire day to enjoy, beginning at Ainsbury as RD and a very enjoyable post-event coffee with three of my RDs and Dad, who loves sitting and listening to us brainstorming new ways to reach our target audience. <laughs> we had 22 kids run and walk on the morning, Ollie, which was, despite it being market week at Ainsbury, a welcome surprise and gave us all quite a lift. Oh, wonderful. That's a great turnout. Yes, it was. It yeah. was. It's big numbers for us because we are a small event, um, but we are always trying to build and get the word out to the community that we exist. So 
I feel like we're on the cusp. I really do. I've just, I feel it in me waters. Oh, and and that's great. I mean, particularly in, you know, midwinter yeah, as well. I know. So, Who knew? Yeah, it's not the most appealing time for the little ones <laughs> to be out in the morning. Um, but apparently it is. I know. So, uh, mm. yeah, you're onto something. We're going to grow. I can just feel that we're on the precipice. Yeah. Anyway. What about you? Well, for me, I was once again close to home. Whilst I was expecting to have my two younger daughters in tow, uh, plans changed once again. They stayed in bed with Cathy staying home. And it was just me uh, back in the run director vest um, looking a bit ugly. But, Mel, I forgot the tutu. Oh, you forgot it. Did you find one? <laughs> I did find one. Good work. And then I forgot it. Oh. Yes. Yes, but rest assured, we did have tutu representation. Thank you, Sue. But uh, a lovely sunny morning, uh, a very fast course for some of our park runners and park walkers out there. Uh, continues to amaze me the PBs of some of our uh, ever present regulars, our passionistas. Uh, they're still there notching up some PBs. And uh, yeah, mum came along for a park run as well uh, before heading back down the coast. So, Pretty uneventful for me, which isn't a bad thing. Ah, well, very good. I did notice Shell Harbour did well again in the Frond Stakes. So any – did you have any tourists? We did have some tourists, yes. We had some um, some tourists pop up from, uh, from Frankston, in fact, Mel. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Victorians. As always, uh, maybe with a little that bit of coaxing. That explains a were... lot, actually. <laughs> 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 That's right. And, and, look, I am proud to say that my voice held out. Um, I don't know if I sound a little bit croaky today, but uh, I had almost lost my voice after Thursday night's Matilda's game. So, um, yeah, it, it did sound a little strange, me crackling over the megaphone on Saturday morning. We didn't elaborate on that, but they did win their first game of the tournament. That's right. Against Ireland. Yeah, uh, a slow start to the tournament, but first match, a win, uh, a lot of fun. And uh, yes, as we were saying before we were recording, uh, that was my first opportunity to go to the World Cup, something I've waited many decades for. Uh, with my brother, and we got to enjoy it with some of our girls. Mm, that is fabulous. Yeah. In your own country to barrack for. Exactly, exactly. I couldn't have imagined it 25 years ago. I looked for you in the crowd. <laughs> oh, Zali's had people telling her that they've seen her on TV. Really? And not just her little friend that likes to make everything up, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but actual legitimate people that, uh, you know, teachers that, that you would generally believe. So, wow. Um, yeah, we've rewatched it twice. We haven't seen her, so I think Kathy's a bit tired of watching the uh, Matilda's Ireland game. Um. <laughs> uh, well, I watched it in my in my lounge room, but uh, Zoe joined me to mm. cheer on the Matildas in the in the, the was it the series opener? Was the first game, or was there um not consecutive. What is it when when they're playing at the same time? Yes, I know what you're going to say or what you're trying to say, <laughs> and it's lost me as well. And and rather than make up a word, yeah, simultaneous. That's um, the one. Yeah, but New Zealand did kick off the tournament a couple of hours earlier, but it was the first night uh, for both host nations. So yeah, I'm I'm on seventh heaven, in seventh heaven, cloud nine. 
that's, yeah, my relativities are all gone. <laughs> well, shall we move on? Shall we move on to some news and discussion, Ollie? I think we should. So after Pippa's email last week about the name number challenge, I went back through the informant's recordings for a reference he made to such a challenge. It was back in episode 269, which was January 2022, where he gave an answer to a question, how many four-letter park runs are there in Australia? And actually he gave the wrong answer because he also included Kira and Kira has five letters. But the answer to that, Ollie, which you have uncovered for me, is five, and they are Begar, Lota, Nui, Roma, and Sale. Anyway, it was at that time that a challenge was put to Mr. Peter Pullman to come up with a name for a name number challenge, and to my knowledge, and to that of Peter Pullman, none was ever decided on. So... With Pippa's input, we propose the name to be the Adventurer's Pyramid. And Ollie, you like Egyptian stuff, so I figured you'd be on board. Absolutely. We probably should re-explain what this challenge was, this name number challenge, because I don't think we did that last week and we're out, we are a little bit bad about not explaining what we're talking about. I take that um, as my responsibility. But the idea is... Starting with four, you have four four-letter park runs that you've attended and then it goes to five five-letter park runs and six six-letter park runs and so on and so forth. Maybe I did explain it last week. In any case, Pip is up to 13 or close to 13, 13-letter park runs. So she right. is building her pyramid upside down, sort of from its... Coming down from the peak. Yes. Oh, yeah, I guess so. We'll work hmm. that out. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop that one. Maybe it's a glacier. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Details. 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 But I love it. Yes. The Adventurer's Pyramid. Yeah. So anyway, that's that. Well, Mel, are we ready? I believe you did miss the informant stats. Oh, I missed the informants, Ollie. <laughs> I keep hoping we'll hear from them. We did We did get a little bit of audio a couple of weeks back. Yes, yep, yep. Mostly just complaining. Which is what we miss. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Yeah, you do. It takes yeah. all sorts of personalities in an office, doesn't it? That's right, that's you know, right. The chow barney in the, <laughs> yeah. in the office fridge. Yeah. The blocks of caramel milk. The wrong kind of beer. No donut crumbs. Mm. Anyway, uh, I'm digressing. Would you like to continue and bring us some of the informant stats? Well, without being able to match those dulcet tones, I will do my very best. <laughs> so here we go. Australia and New Zealand had 501 combined events out of a total of 1,894 worldwide. Down under, there were 2,280 first-timers, 103 junior 10 milestones, 190 50 milestones, 132 100 milestones, 49 250 milestones, and one 500 milestone. 214 people increased their Windex, 39 people increased their I index, and 39 people called bingo. Eight people became states people for the first time, five in the Northern Territory, and that included Melanie, Lily and Ava Ralph, David Lee, and Rafael 
Yazik, bring their total to 780. One in the ACT, Damien Keddie making 448. And two in Queensland, Janine and Brendan Sellers. Therefore, in the state wars, the latest totals are 49 in South Australia, 12 greatsmen in Victoria. Yay! 11 in Tassie. <laughs> Nine in Queensland, seven in New South Wales, and three have made it up to Broome in WA. Across the ditch, there are currently 15 who have completed the North Island and 46 the South Island. 15 parkrunners have completed both islands in New Zealand. Five people joined the Peel Club, every state and territory in Oz, and that includes Peter Black, Roger Millett, Lynn Black, Matt Butler and Chris Lind. Two people joined the Oberg Club, and that is every state and territory in Oz and both islands of New Zealand, and that included George Lewis and Holly Stewart. Well done, everyone. And, of course, those stats are current at time of recording. That's right. That's the caveat. I forgot to write that in the show notes. (laughs) Thank you, Ollie. Well done. Well, I can't can't claim the the work behind the stats, of course, but... uh, yeah, thank you for the opportunity. And thank you to the informants. They are still publishing their spreadsheets every week at theinformant.me. And I have started or we have started sharing the page, I guess you would say, every Wednesday once it's yes. been released on our socials for those people who are interested in such things. But now, Ollie, we have been rabbiting on for almost 20 minutes so now i propose we throw to the birthday boy howdy it's the birthday boy here with some of the goings on for august 2023 please excuse any ambient noise we're just trying something different this week this month has four park run weeks with week one on the 5th, week two on the 12th, week three the 19th, and week four the 26th. A reminder first with the standard anniversary caveat. Events may celebrate what they like, when they like. So please check all details with the local source, i.e. their web page and or their Facebook page. This is especially true for dress-ups, cakes, etc. There have been a few events recently celebrating on a different week to their quote, official, end quote, anniversary week. And that's perfectly fine. Is there anyone joining Main Beach on 12? Still no. Will I get sick of asking this soon? Maybe. Now, let's check out the first anniversaries. Across the month of August, we have only two official first anniversaries. Bell's Parade in Tassie at the start of the month and Beaufort Lake in Victoria at the end of the month. And now for the Parkrun Independence events, the 11th anniversaries. This month there are two and they are in the same weeks as the first anniversaries. They're Claysbrook, Clo- Claysbrook Cove. You'll enjoy that, Mel. In WA and Baliang Sanctuary in Victoria. Congrats. For something different this month, as if this hasn't been different enough, try to guess which anniversary number is the most popular. I'll wait. If you guess that the fifth anniversary would be the most frequent with 10 events, congrats. If you guess the ninth anniversary with nine events, then a pretty good effort. And to celebrate that effort, here they are, the nine turning nine. Singleton, Mount Claris, Maribyrnong, Lake Joondaloop, Harvey Bay, Kapalabar, Risdon Brook, Wishart and Victor Harbour. 
To tell the truth, I only picked the ninths so Mel's could chip me about my pronunciations. There are no anniversaries for junior park runs until January. Will I also get sick of mentioning this? Who knows? As with all park run adventures, the Park Run Cancellations page is a valuable tool. See parkrun.com.au forward slash cancellations. The official cancellation page contains information for the coming weekend plus two further weeks. So be sure to check it again mid-month if you're adventuring in late August. Well, see you next month for some more birthday boy banter. And be sure to let Mel and Ollie know if you have any requests. Thank you very much to our birthday boy. Yes, thank you indeed. Now, Ollie, I had never heard the colloquial term chip, but to mm. respond, all pronunciation, all pronunciation, oh God, I can't pronounce pronunciations. <laughs> <laughs> all pronunciations <laughs> sounded correct to my ears. Now, I have had to do some digging, but I came up with this reference on Google to chip, British slang meaning to jeer, criticise, severely deride or taunt. But I'm not going to do that to our birthday boy because we we want to encourage our birthday boy to continue bringing us content. That's right. Someone else who brings us great things, Mel, is Dazza's. And, well, Dazza has been bringing us a lot of uh, great Saturday morning post-park run faff uh, occasions every week. We just haven't been acknowledging it in the same way as we had previously. But as promised, we brought Dazza's back for a bit more of a focus. And look, let me kick off by saying this week at Dazza's, he said, it's too, too nice to, to see you here at Dazza's. Did you too wear a tutu on this tutu day of July? Do come in and share your tutu fun story of the morning, or perhaps you have two to share. And can I just add, Ollie, as I am trying to be a bit better at explaining to perhaps new listeners what on earth we oh, are talking yes. about in this little <laughs> podcast, <laughs> for those who might be new or listening in for the very first time, Dazzers is the name of our regular Saturday morning Facebook post where we invite all our listeners to join us in sort of a virtual cafe Mm-hmm. to comment and bring the news of where they went to Parkrun that very morning. Now, not everybody gets to actually attend brunch in person. They might have to rush off for kids' sporting activities or get home to walk the dog or whatever reason you can't actually go to brunch. You can do it virtually by popping into Dazza's and seeing where all your friends were for the morning and uh, exchanging um, pleasantries, I guess, Ollie. That's right, and inspiration for future parkrun adventures. Yeah. So we started off this week. This is a selection of the posts that we had on the morning. And the first one we're bringing you comes from Erica Leota, who said, skipped the tutu but wore my ugly Christmas singlet for Weeper's seventh birthday. They even had pass the parcel for when you went over the finish line. And Erica posted a picture of herself in her reimagined ugly singlet under a balloon arch with the selfie frame. Now, the balloons were lovely colours of orange and purple, which matched her adventurous top. Yeah, that's some that's some adventure. And happy birthday, Weeper. Yes. Now, also in the state of Queensland, Belinda Taylor 
said, Lots of adventurers turned up to support Jill Gardner's 500th at Silmere. And Belinda shared with us the, the group photo with all the gang and Jill with 500 balloons in blue and two adventurous shirts and two uglies could be seen as well. And that wasn't 500 actual individual balloons. That was big number five and two <laughs> big number zeros <laughs> in blue. It's a good clarification to make. I was thinking oh, that that's almost a song, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's not revisit the singing. Um, we also, oh, I'm glad I got this one. We also heard from Lee Cabarita. That's her poor name. Sally, Bianca, Dave, in brackets, babe, and I went to Wentworth Common and Coffee at 47. Happy, ugly Christmas Day, beautiful people. And there was a picture of three girls in three different versions of uglies. And shout out to Babe. I don't know where he was and why he wasn't in the photo. Perhaps he took the photo. Perhaps. Now, Mel, we also heard from Marg Prouse who said, wore my tutu for my 200th parkrun and 50th volunteer today as tailwalker at Wallaby Track Parkrun. And there included was Marg in the selfie frame with red milestone T-shirt and red tutu. And uh, congratulations and thanks for volunteering, Mark. We also heard from Janice Whittle, who said, cold morning at Inverell with frost on the grass and a temperature of minus two. And she shared a picture of Keegan. Keegan is her dog in a red tutu on the frosty grass, proving how cold it was. Now, Tony O'Connell, uh, one of our Channel 5 News crew, of course, talk. Reported in saying, combining all the good things, ugly Christmas and tutu day with a love heart smiley emoji there. And the photo included had Tok on the stump in a pose wearing his ugly Christmas singlet and red tutu. He does like that pose. That's his I'm a little teapot pose, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) And Tok was also RD, I think, back at uh, first time back Mm. at Inverloch after his European vacation. And, and I did say singlet. It is, it is, in fact, the shirt vintage. I should get that right. But, yes. Now, Ollie, Samantha Roberts said Echo Ripley Parkrun for their second birthday. And, Ollie, Samantha looking great there in black and white with white tutu in the selfie frame. Black and white, that's good colours. Go pies. Mm. <laughs> now we also heard from Joe McLean who said, Hey Dazza, RD duties at the ponds today for Christmas in July and Tutu Day. Lots of dress-ups and a snow machine. And uh, a collage of photos from Joe there showing all the gang at the ponds representing in their ugly Christmas singlets or shirts and very festive tutus. You guys oh. sure know how to do it. Ollie, I so wanted to get to the ponds this year. Yeah. I really, really did. I would have loved to have been there this for this event. Um, I had circled it on the calendar after last year seeing that they had their snow machine. They know how to do Christmas in July at the ponds. So I'm just going to have to try for next year now. But we also heard from Barbara Dobie, Doobie Dobie, who said, two tutus on a tutu day, volunteering at Wentworth Common Park Run and mixing it up a bit by volunteering for FIFA, 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 <laughs> WWC 2-3 on the other days. Now, um, Barbara and friend shown there with their Park Run flag in red tutus and the uh, FIFA WWC 23 volunteer shirts, which is World Women's, what's the C? 
That's it. The Women's World Cup. Ah, okay. Women's World Cup. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you for volunteering, Barbara, especially for volunteering at both events. Two of my favourite things. (laughs) Well, three of you include volunteering. (laughs) Now, over in the UK, we heard from Karen Hurrell, who said, celebrated my sixth parkrun birthday by tail walking at my home parkrun, Hay Woodland, in northwest England. Heavy rain, mud and puddles, so I had a waterproof on over my ugly Christmas shirt. And uh, Karen included the selfie with the event pop-up sign and ugly Christmas shirt showing. Isn't it in the middle of summer over there? I guess it's a, it's, a, it's one of those balmy summer storms that we get, right? Hmm, fair. Okay, we also heard from Maria Wicks. Is that how you would pronounce Maria's surname, Ollie? That's how I try, yeah. Looks like it's missing a vowel, but I'm guessing it's not. Anyway. Maria said, I toured to Cannons Park Parkrun with some club mates and introduced them to Christmas in July and the ugly Christmas singlet. I think it confused a lot of the folks there. And Maria shared a photo again with the event pop-up in the quality vintage ugly Christmas singlet, Ollie. A particularly cute, ugly vintage, that one. Yes. But over in the USA, we heard from Jeff Glob who said, last-minute decision to break out the ugly one more time, and I'm glad I did. A fun morning tail walking with the entire family. And uh, Jeff's photo there in his ugly Christmas singlet, an orange tutu, and family, Pepper included, tail walking at Joe Creason. And Pepper is, of course, the dog. Yes. Now, the last word today, Ollie, it goes to our dear friend Janet Reed. She said, had too, too much fun aboard the mothership today. Tutus and uglies and parkrun and a hot drink at Dazza's. Can life get any better? A skinny flat white, please, Dazza. Hope that you and all the adventurers had a wonderful morning. And Janet shared a photo of herself in her tutu ugly Christmas singlet and ugly Brooks runners at the start line of Lockheel. Now, I did notice another photo that Janet shared in social media of the start line at Lockheel, and it looks like their water tank's been painted. Ooh. You know, usually they have the chalk. Yeah. The chalk drawings on their water tank that their lovely local artists um, individualises depending on the occasion, but it looks like it's got a mural on it now. I haven't seen this. Hmm. Well, you'll have to stalk Janet. I will. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, do you know what the exciting thing, Ollie, about bringing this version of Daz's back, do you know what it means? It means, I'm not going to give you a chance to, I'm going to answer. (laughs) It means that we get to award an Obi again. We do. And uh, just as well, because I have a lot of envelopes on my desk. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even see the (laughs) post-its. Do you know which is the correct envelope? (laughs) I'm just picking the top. No. Oh, well, yes. Yeah, no, there, there is one that has been highlighted. Um, it's got a bit of orange highlighting on it there. So um, let me uh, open the envelope. Okay. And the OB goes to... Erica Liotta. Fabulous. And so she has deserved that Obi for getting herself all the way to Weeper to celebrate their seventh birthday. I think, I got a feeling that I might have seen 
that that was a coincidence that Erica maybe didn't realise it was going to be a weeper's <laughs> birthday. So what a happy coincidence to be accidentally crashing the birthday. And colour coordinated too. Absolutely. Mm. Good work, Erica. Now, moving from Daz's into our next section, Ollie, would you like to hear? I would love to hear about the Adventurers Club in the report. Thanks, Mel. The Adventurers Consolidated Club report for Saturday, the 22nd of July, 2023. Of a total of 437 members, 346 took part on this date in eight countries across 182 locations. In the UK, there were 26 events. South Africa, Netherlands and the US had two and Austria and Ireland had one. Locally, we had adventurers at 43 events at in around New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> you really hung on there. <sighs> I don't know what's going on. What's going on, Victoria? Where have you all gone? <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Can't figure it out. Run out of excuses. Run out of reasons. Run out of rationale. I don't know what's happening. I was home. <laughs> Where was everybody else? I think Dawn was in Queensland. I know Dawn was in Queensland. Anyway, I, I digress. Um, Queensland, there was 33 events. Victoria had 30. South Australia, 13. 11 in WA. 7 in the ACT. 5 on the North Island. 4 in Tassie. And the Northern Tree and South Island had 1. That gives us another bowling strike. Oh, oh dear. Now, the largest frond was indeed at Zilmia this week with 11 adventurers in attendance. Mm. There was Michael Blaine, Russell Pauline and Belinda Taylor, Barbara Luther, Michael Schultz, Lance Plan, Fern Patterson, Louise Clements, Tracy Wood and Belinda Land. Now, they were all there for a very special reason, Ollie, which was noted earlier in the show notes, which was that Jill Gardner ran her 500th park run and she drew the who's who of Queensland park running out to support her. Jill runs in the 55 to 59 age category. I hope you don't mind me saying that, Jill. I don't even know if she's a listener, but Mm. she finished in a tiny 22-24 in fifth position and nabbed first female. Oh, as you do. So I was impressed. Yes. Jill has run... 148 of her 500 events at Zilmia. She's done 81 unique events across six countries and volunteered 242 times. Now, one thing I like about Jill is she is a juniors volunteer too. Well done, Jill. Congratulations and uh, thank you very much for volunteering. Yes. Absolutely. Now, I have lost track. I haven't been on top of all the uh, numbers of it. Park runners that are homegrown and have achieved 500, so my list is not complete. So I can't tell you what number Jill is in achieving that status in Australia. But in any case, it's, it's still mighty fine. And we should also mention, Ollie, seeing as I'm on the task this week, mm. that anybody can add the Adventurers Club to their park run profile as one of their five clubs they affiliate with. That's quite right. So if you haven't already done it, please feel free to join us. It's free and we accept everybody. (laughs) We're not fussy. If you are an adventurer, if you listen to this very pod, you can join us. It doesn't have to be your primary account. You can still keep your 
whatever it is, your, your first allegiance. Yeah. That could be a Zoolander or you could be, what else do we have? The Dirty Cheaters. That's right. That's right. We've got the 530s. The, we've got Running Mums. Absolutely. There are plenty out there. You don't have to drop them. Uh-uh. You can just add us to the pile. So feel free. You're welcome. <laughs> Come to that point where we're looking ahead, Mel. Um, we are looking ahead and uh, we did mention previously, as in, in our last podcast episode, that there will be a bit of a get-together come City to Surf weekend in Sydney and that's just around the corner. That is uh, the weekend of, well, Sunday, August 13th, but, of course, Parkrun Day is Saturday, August 12th. And the reminder is that we are having a bit of a frond. So if you fancy a nice early park run or volunteering, um, Centennial Park Run is a great place to be. And I just, I suspect you'll see a few friendly and familiar faces uh, with, as I mentioned last week as well, bib pickup for City to Surf, if you still need to do it at that stage, it's just down the road at Moore Park. Yes, and don't forget that it's a 7am start at Centennial. And if you're wondering what a frond is, <laughs> let me explain. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> In adventurous terminology, we have our annual meetup, which we refer to as PALM. Now, PALM is an acronym that stands for Park Run Adventurers Listener Meetup. And as a result... Any subsequent meetup that involves a group of adventurers, we refer to as a palm frond, hence the term frond. You're welcome. <laughs> now, Ollie, I want to check in to know how you are going sourcing your Wonder Woman costume and do you need help? Um, <laughs> that's a helpful <laughs> reminder. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, he needs help, Brendan, just saying. <laughs> M. <laughs> I, uh, I, I need to get onto that. Yes, I definitely need to get onto that. Uh, thank you for the reminder. Um, I blame it on the distraction, but yeah, no, I, I want to be in that club. Don't go using your World Cup excuse. <laughs> 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 but I take it on board. Now, mm. it's also timely to let everybody know that this is the last time we're going to be speaking to you before City to Surf. You're not going to be back oh, yes. now yeah. recording prior to City to Surf. You're uh, flitting off. Yeah, that's right. Having a bit of a round the world. Well, that's a stretch. <laughs> round the country. Around the country, yes, yeah, um, and alas, yeah, no New Zealand in that equation. But uh, I've got a couple of Kikye matches to go to and um, – Sad to say that logistics and, and work um, and travel just, yeah, kind of making life a bit complicated in that respect. Well, it won't just be me, though, that's missing next week, Mel. No. <laughs> this is the exciting <laughs> bit. On that note, <laughs> I'm yes. not going to be here either. <laughs> but don't fear, adventurers. We aren't leaving you with no podcast. We are going to have Simon and Sarah stepping in for us. Yes, we are passing the keys to the Ferrari. That's right. We are no longer the new kids. Yeah. Oh, that makes us the parents. That's okay. Um, I've grown into that role. <laughs> And I'm going to be joining Ollie at Stadium, whatever it's called. I don't know, the soccer one with the funny roof. 
Do you know what uh, it's called? Yeah. Well, I think in this tournament it's known as Melbourne Rectangular Stadium. Really? Uh, which is a spectacular name. It's not very well known in Melbourne, I have to say. But in any case. It's Amy Park, yes. Yeah. Oh. Amy Park, the bubble okay. stadium. Yeah. Right. Well, that's mm. where I'm going to be cheering on the Matildas um, who are playing Canada. And I'm very excited. I'm also going to my first World Cup, I think. You are? Yeah. Yes, that's right. I've been to a soccer game before, though, haven't I? But it's not a World Cup. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Well, to my knowledge, but yeah, this this is our first World Cup in Australia. Because I went with Harry. You did? What did I go to with Harry? That was a friendly, wasn't it? It was an exhibition. Mm. Yes. Yeah, that was a friendly match. Mm. Yep. Anyway, I can't mention Harry. He won't be listening. <sighs> he only listened last week. <laughs> but that's exciting, isn't it, Ollie? So you'll have two new voices next week, listeners. That's right. So be nice to them. Yes, and we look forward to being listeners as well. We'll oh, almost yeah. double the listenership. I was going to say that will be exciting, but I'll already have listened a billion times by the time I've edited it. <laughs> yes, yes. So watch your ums and ahs, kids. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Yeah, not not like a pro like me. I never say um. <laughs> um so, Mel, <laughs> where are you going to be park running next week? This is exciting. I'm back adventuring again. I am joining the office lady and her Luke, and I'm heading to Sydney, and we're going to head up to Newey Park Run, Ollie. Now, I've done a Freedom of Newey at Palm, whatever mm. it was. 2019. Yes, that one. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, I believe you because. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you were there, so you would know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a bit excited about that because guess why? It's a four-letter park run. <sighs> Yes, yes, that's it. You're you're on the pyramid. Yep. I am. I'm working on the pyramid. But what about you, Ollie? Where are you going to be? Where is your Kikyay World Cup taking you? <laughs> well, um, I, I, I'm going to be up in Brisbane uh, for Ooh. the Kikyay on Thursday night for the Matildas against Nigeria, and I've managed to uh, drag Kathy and Zali and Ava along for the trip. Hannah has uh, caught a bit of World Cup fever and has a serious case of FOMO, but uh, alas, she won't be there. Uh, However, yeah, okay, getting to the point, I'll be on the Gold Coast. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be on the Gold Coast uh, before I fly to Sydney and catch the train to Melbourne. So, um, yeah, I'll be somewhere north. I haven't decided which event. I mean, Varsity Lakes is perhaps the front runner. Kira, Ooh. I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't have a V, would you? I wouldn't have a V. No, wow, that's right. That's exciting. Mm, but I'll just be happy to be there. Oh, I'll right. be happy to be there. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I should be a bit more certain, but I am a bit indecisive there, Mel. Yeah. So, listeners, don't turn up at Varsity Lakes and expect him there because he might change <laughs> his mind. I think is what you're saying. <laughs> Oh, dear. Maybe I actually should post in the Friday post and Ooh, say where I'm going. That would be nice. You should. Yeah. Okay. There's my, my, my planning commitment. And uh, for all of you listening, after the Friday post has come out, um, 
Sorry, I forgot to. Um, <laughs> no. I remind you now so you can't get away with that. That's right. And for the record, since I won't be around after that, I'll be run directing the week after. Okay, yes, you're going to be gone for two weeks. Yep. Yes. But I'll be back the following week. That's right. Yes. All righty. Well, I think we're uh, we done. Are we good? Is that our last oh, drinks? I think so. Definitely into injury time there, Mel. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> time on, time on. Yes. That's all right. We've padded it out. We've done well since we had no raving reports and no emails, but we've still managed to fill a podcast. How do we do it? With some help from some old friends. That's right. Yeah, just like in Cheers. <laughs> anyway, um, as always, listeners, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. That's it for another week and we'll see you all next week no we won't simon and sarah we'll see you all next week for more adventures <laughs> <laughs>